Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 36 is entitled The Spirit of Free Will. Our mortal physical body houses our immortal spirit. Our immortal spirit houses our intelligence or our consciousness. Free will resides in the spirit, not in the physical body. Life is in the spirit, not in the physical body. At death, the spirit leaves the body, carrying a memory of all our experiences. At death, we leave all things made of clay behind to be dissolved back into what King David calls the dust of death, the wealth, the things, the accolades, the certificates, the prizes, the trophies, the toys. All those things remain behind. Things of mortal value that we treasured so much on earth are distributed among family, friends, or strangers to be disposed of at will. Some will be given away. Some will be thrown away. Some will be sold, but all will eventually go the way of the earth. The goods of this life are like leaves caught in a whirlwind and distributed hither and yon. Only that which remains with our immortal spirit goes with us. Our experiences, our memories, our good deeds... Our intelligence, our knowledge, our wisdom, our desires, our character, our prejudices, our unrepented sins, our loves, our hatreds, our personality. There will be no great transformation at death. That which we have become, that which we are, will go with us. We will be the same person on the other side as we are here. The companions we seek for here who have passed on, we will seek out there. The primary difference will be that we will not have our physical body. But our spirits have the shape and form of our body, and those who recognize us here will recognize us there. Those who loved us here will love us there. Those who hated us here will hate us there. There is a time between death and the resurrection. For those who come forth in the first resurrection, it will be a fairly short time. For those who come forth in the second resurrection, it will be a very long time. For those who go to paradise, it will be like heaven. For those who don't, They will experience different degrees of confusion. Some will suffer in hell for the sins they did not repent of on earth. Those who do not believe in God here will not instantly believe in God there. Those who did not believe in life after death here will be schooled and see that life still exists, but they will not be in the presence of God. Some who did not learn of Christ on earth will be taught of Christ there if they choose to listen. The Apostle Peter tells us, Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the Spirit. 1 Peter 4, 5-6 How can they be judged according to their works in the flesh unless faith is required? Only those in paradise will be allowed to see Christ, for their calling and election is sure. Again, we look to Peter. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue.
whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Second Peter 1, 1-11 Those who do not have their calling and election sure will not go to paradise, but they don't necessarily go to hell either. They will have a chance to learn about Jesus Christ before the resurrection. Again, Peter tells us, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a-preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. 1 Peter 3, 18-20 The world of spirits is a vast place, for everyone who dies must first go there to await the resurrection. No one is judged by Christ until after they are resurrected. The billions of spirits will not all be in the same place. Agency and free will also exist in the world of spirits. That which we have become on earth we carry with us. However, on earth we have both a physical body and a spiritual body. On earth we can satisfy the lusts of the flesh. They separate only at death. Therefore, on earth we are subject to the natural man and to the spiritual man. At death we lose our physical body, but we do not lose our desires. Those who desired evil on earth will desire evil in the world of spirits. Obviously, in the world of spirits they will not be able to satisfy the desires of the flesh, but death does not change our nature. All change is spiritual. All free will resides in the spirit. All decisions reside in the spirit. The body may be governed by the brain, but the brain is governed by the spirit. That is the only way that free will can exist. Those on earth who find themselves following the natural man will alienate themselves from God, for the natural man is at enmity with God. The Holy Ghost speaks only to our spirit. The natural man can prevent the Holy Ghost from dwelling in our hearts, for he cannot dwell in unclean places. If we hearken to the spirit of man, we will be led by the spirit of man into bondage. Freedom is a product only of the spirit. Man can chain the body, but only we can chain the spirit. Man can put the body in bondage, but only we can put our spirit in bondage. Will is a thing of itself that resides in our spirit. Will is part of our self-existing consciousness. Will can only be freed by obedience to law. Only the laws of God allow us to exercise 
free will. With consciousness comes will. With law comes free will. When we forget that, we will forfeit free will, and with the forfeit of free will, we forfeit freedom, agency, and liberty. All bondage begins with the spirit, not with the body. If our spirit is in bondage on earth, when we die, it will remain in bondage. Let me repeat, it isn't the body that puts us in bondage. Obviously, physical and mental handicaps are a kind of bondage, and imperfection instance to age and mortality are a kind of bondage. All those will be loosed at death, but those are temporary anyway. At death, the spirit will want the body back, and for good reason. The resurrected body will be perfect, flawless, without any imperfections, without any physical or mental handicaps. It will also be as immortal as the spirit. The only real bondage we need to fear is spiritual bondage, because it will follow us into the grave and will impact our future happiness. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.